96 Chambers. Bam. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad. I'm broad. Sing it with me. I'm broader than Broadway. Come on, aren't you excited to be broad? So broad. So broader than Broadway. And you know what you're doing? I'm diddling, 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 diddling myself and it feels so good your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash baby oh yeah what time is it it's time for get wood with chess yes here i am it's a grammy special yeah that's right this is the dress that b wore a few years ago Okay, don't even trip. My roommate had this dress. Bitch is an hourglass. What? I got this dress from my roommate because she has really beautiful things. And I watched the Grammys, as I hope you all did. I mean, do I hope? I don't care if you did or not. But let's talk. I'll tell you. I'll fill you in on um right now, shall we? First of all, dress a B. Dress a B. Ah! Okay. Um... Okay, first of all, I just want to say it was so delightful to be able to watch an awards show and know all the people who were getting the awards, know all the music. I felt so, so hip and young this year. You know what I mean? Like, I was feeling like, oh my God, you guys, this is so, like Sam, Simon, and Kim, Kim telling us that she's all, she's trans, obsessed. I was so happy. Everyone seemed really happy to be there. Uh, Beyonce was late. I mean, yes, it was in LA. Okay, because LA traffic, I don't even know if you guys know. Have you ever been to LA? First of all, ill. Yeah, it's my hometown and I have it here. But that shit is fucked up, yo. That's why I think I got along so well. Well, one of the reasons I got along so well in Albuquerque, New Mexico, was because most of the people in Albuquerque have tattoos uh, of their hometown, Albuquerque or New Mexico. Nuevo Mexico, fucking Albuquerque, you know, all kinds of stuff. But then in the same breath, they're like, but I'm entrapped, Holmes, I'm entrapped. Nothing to do here, eh? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got along really well because of that. Also, because we loved each other a lot. And because I'm real, okay? This is a real face right here. This is real, real shit. And it can, it can get craggly. I don't even have the pretty light on like I usually have. This is just a natural light. It's just a natural, natural. You make me feel. You make me Hi, everybody. Oh, my goodness. If you're only listening, you don't get the pleasure of seeing me understand how technology works and put on a light that actually brightens my face. Hi, y'all. Look at that bright face. Look at them titties shaking. All that real flesh. I bring up real flesh because, listen, I love Madonna. You know, I grew up, I grew up on Madonna. I mean, not physically. But, you know, we would dance in the three, two, one. We would, you know, borderline. And um, I'll tell you what was borderline was seeing her on Sunday night with no neck. Absolutely no neck on Madonna. Did you see it? Did you see that? First of all, can we, as a blanket statement, I'd like to say, why the fuck was everyone dressed at the Grammys like they were on a spaceship headed to, to Peaky Blinders? 
Did you feel that vibe? I just was, I was like, hold the fuck up. Hold the phone. There's a lot of funny hats, weird shit going on. Black China was dressed as a chicken. Because why? I figured it out. Because that's the most expensive shit. You could wear as many chains as you want, but Black China is dressed like the shit that's the most expensive that's crippling families across the world. Chicken. Eggs. She was not Black China that night. She was Black Chicken. And God bless her for making a statement. I mean, she didn't say any of this, but I'm hoping that that's what it was. Also, back to Madonna. She had no neck to speak of. Now listen, we age, and as ladies, we're not allowed to, <laughs> you know, uh, but we do. And where does it come, where does it show a lot? In the neck, in the hands. We know, we, a bit, long neck, you know, it's very upsetting. But what's more upsetting is to see a childhood icon of yours who now looks like the narrator from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Do you understand what I mean? And if you don't, go watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show and know that when the narrator comes on, Mr. In a Suit, she was dressed like him for fuck's sakes. She had a big suit on and like a riding crop. Where was she headed? Although I will say the thing that really made me love her again, she got rid of that fucking British accent. Did you, re did you catch that? All of a sudden she was our New York Madonna, she was, she was no longer like, oh, if you're pushing boundaries and you're dangerous and you scare the church, you know, I think she was afraid that she might sound like Queen Elizabeth and everybody would freak out. So she's like, I can't look this weird and also sound that weird. They're going to have to choose one to, to fuck with me about. Okay. So she was, that was a lot, uh, I thought. Also, I loved that they did the 50 years in hip hop. It was so great, right? Wasn't it fantastic? Uh, I will say <laughs> some of us haven't aged well. Um, <laughs> why did Too Short have a George Jefferson haircut? He was like, moving on up, blow the whistle. Moving on up, blow the whistle. I, I was like, <laughs> you know who looked fine though? Oh, Method Man. Mm, Meth. But why, why, why not the whole woo? Why just meth? I guess it's a lot of people to coordinate for a little like three second, you know, whatever, whatever. And then love the queen, Latifa, my queen, my queen, you and I T Y. And you know what's great is that yes, I, do you see? I am dedicated to where I'm at here. Okay, the queen. I'm so glad that she chose that song because right because. We were talking about shit in the fucking uh, salt and pepper, fabulous looking, amazing. They looked and moved like a beauties. And you know what I thought was funny? This is how the television, if you're a Gen Xer or an older millennial, the television now is really gearing. They're leaning in hard on our, on our generations to sell us because I put on the 60 Minutes because I'm 102. I put on 60 Minutes before the Grammys. Well, honestly, I thought the Grammys were on a little, a little earlier. I didn't know they were uh, LA. <laughs> Listen, I know now what I did not know then, and I'm smarter for it. Anyway, I put on the fucking 60 Minutes, and there was 
the red hot chili peppers, the whole half, uh, last half of the 60 minutes was the chili peppers being interviewed, like, you know, and running about. I mean, Jesus Christ, these motherfuckers flee. I could, he, you know, I hate to sound, well, I don't hate to sound sex starved because I am, but, um, mm, can I meet a guy who's 60 who moves like flea? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, he's got a job. You know what I mean? I, uh, he's got a job. He tours a lot, so he'll be out of town. I know he's already married Flea, but someone like Flea. Do you have a friend who's really fit and wants to jump on me like Flea jumps around the stage? Give me a DM, will you? Slide on in. Um, I, is that too forward? I don't think so at all. You know, they say to say what you want out loud in this life, to manifest or whatever you want. And that you, did you see the prefix of that word is man? Ah. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't want to take care of a man. I don't want to take care of a man. I don't, I don't, I don't. And I won't. And I won't. Oh my God, did I ever tell you guys about that time I was at Criff Dogs when I was working at Criff Dogs? And if you don't know Criff Dogs, it was this really cool, it's still there, but it's not as cool because it's not the same owner. Um, my boss who beat someone up in the front of it, oh, in the in the food area, like he beat someone, oh, it was a delight. And they were okay, they were fine. They were French, they deserved it. Okay, they spit at our girl. They spit at a worker. You're gonna get beat on if you spit at somebody. P.S. If you didn't already know. All right. So while I was working at Crift Dogs, we would play all the, you know, the hippest, hippest music for that kids. Well, I, w- I was a kid, so I like to play, you know, hip hop and gosh darn it. I played Tenacious D a heck of a lot. And um, I really love Eminem still to this day. I fucking love that guy. I mean, come on, guys. Could we be related? It's like I'm like the lady Eminem. Eminems. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Did I tell you how much I loved you for hanging out with me every week? I just can't thank you enough. All right. I get violent when I get excited. My poor men. Uh, so, poor men. We'll get to that. We'll get there. All right. Did I tell you how much I loved you? Okay. Did we talk about Stevie Wonder looking like Morgan Freeman? Uh, okay, uh, uh, sorry. Should I have moved on now from the Grammys? Meh, I don't know. Criff Dogs, I know. I remember I was working at Criff Dogs. I'm telling you a story about Criff Dogs because I love Eminem. And there was a couple at Criff Dogs that was an Indian couple and they were sitting there, South Asian. Fuck, man. You know, my aunt, this is how this is how stuck between generations I am. You want to hear? I'm going to say something very rude. I'm going to preface it with saying this is very rude what my aunt says she's an older Jew, so she gets rude sometimes. Uh, when I say, oh, there was an Indian couple at the Crift Dogs when I was working, she'll then say, Indian, dot a feather. And I'm like, oh, got to know. That's a Jewish thing to say, what, pretty much grasp your pearls. What the fuck are you saying, you goddamn racist bigot? So... <laughs> that's where I grew I didn't grow up with her but you know she's part of my family we we all got some family members out there I love her to death she's a big stoner 
as well. She understands. She's not supposed to say that anymore. Anyway, uh, this couple, they were a very sweet couple, and they were sitting, and Eminem was on, and it was, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. You know, you don't want to fuck with me. This bitch is, you know, nothing but a slut to me. You know the song. You're familiar. My crowd is familiar with the M's. So uh, <laughs> the guy starts singing to the girl. Fuck you, you don't want to fuck with me. I'm gonna kill you, you don't, you're nothing but a slut to me. I'm gonna kill you, don't do it, don't do it. And she, I sound like an old grandma from India. You know the rapid song is, and it's very violent towards the women. Rapid, gonna kill you, rapid, And so, but the girl that's with him is like, don't, don't, I want you to stop saying this. I don't like this song, it's very violent towards. And he's like, don't fuck with me, I'm gonna kill you. Okay, so anyway, sometimes I go off on a tangent. And you know what? I see you out there, a couple of gals I know out there. Yeah, you go on a tangent as well, just in real life. And I love you for it. My mom hated that voice. Oh, God, Jesse, why? Why would you do a voice so, ugh, it's just so white. Thanks, Mom. My mom hated white people. If you don't know me, now you know me. Um, all right, I'm looking at my notes. Stop, stop it. I'm looking at my notes because I do have notes. I do. <laughs> I do have notes. I do. Um, I, I, I would like to tell you more about things, but I look at my notes. See, it's because people don't believe me. Whatever, you guys. You knew what this Leo full moon was about? It was about believing in your own self, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's about taking your power and owning it. Ka, 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 ka. I don't know what that is. Maybe a crow, a crow the crow calling. Ka, 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 ka. Or the crone calling, because I'm a crone now. Bitch. Um, okay, listen, witches and warlocks alike. I <laughs> I was very um I w- I was I was inside too much this week because we did have an arctic blast listen it shouldn't i say i talk a lot of shit and i tell you a lot i'm like the post office nothing can stop me of it rain sleet snow well rain sleet and snow can't stop me i still go out but when there when it's zero minus with minuses next to it suck a dick you know what i mean like i can't who why would you do this so anyway uh i stayed inside and you know the thing about standings you know, the thing about staying inside, lass, it's, um, sometimes it can be a bit of a depresso, right? I mean, we had our pandemic time together, but, uh, you, I don't even, I can't even speak on it as much as I'd like to because it's so upsetting. So here's the thing. I like to think about my brain. I don't like to think about the thoughts because the thoughts, I had a Buddhist teacher. Well, I've only had one. My Buddhist teacher here, he told me, not me personally, but you know the class. He said, hey, thoughts, they're not good for anything except not bumping into furniture. And I kind of love that. Like, what are all these thoughts? What are they doing up there? Listen, you want to be happy? I mean, fuck this pursuit of happiness. You know that's an American made-up bullshit white man fucking thing. Do you, you know this, right? You know this. Because 
First of all, it's not even realistic to be happy all the time. Your Auntie Jess is telling you the fucking truth, babies. Listen, it's sad but true. Also, you're born alone, you die alone. I don't mean to be bitter all the day, but you got to just realize these things. These are the things we need to realize sometimes when we're going through things where we think, how come no one's showing up? Well, did you call somebody? Nobody's a mind reader out here. I mean, I do see a couple of mediums in the chat, but you know what I mean? There's no, we can't, and I need to practice this myself. Well, I'll, I'll call a friend, you know, I'll reach out. I'll call somebody. Hey, how you doing? And they're like, Ooh, I wasn't doing so great. Glad you called. And then I go, motherfucker, you can call me. I'm here. I would love to hear from you. Actually, please call me, leave me a message. What are we doing here? You know what I mean? God damn it. We're here to help one another. And that's part of the thing. I listen to podcasts about the brain. My favorite one, thanks for asking, Hidden Brain. It's, listen, it is an NPR podcast. All right. It's an NPR podcast because I'm very smart. Listen, I read Paris Hilton books and listen to NPR. So balance your ass out. Looking at you. Anyway hidden brain. We speak to a lot of people who are neuroscientists and I love to talk about the brain because first of all, how is my brain still so active and, and with it and sm- I eat no ginkgo biloba. I eat none, but I, I have a very strong brain and I don't know why I can't uh, tell you why. I, well, first of all, why am I still alive? I shouldn't even be alive. A lot of my friends are dead. I, the, the, the mind on me, very swift and witty. I don't, well, I'm not trying to curse myself for nothing. I mean, God bless America. I'm doing great. But how is what I mean? How? Like I did acid when I was 11. I started doing acid at 11. Started smoking PCP at 13, 14 years old. Good grief, woman. What happened in the little brainy brain? But you know what? Maybe I'm just telling you all this because, well, because your family, but also because you will know how all this kind of works so that when I go tangenting along down the yellow brick road, you can go, listen, Glinda, get back in the fucking scene. And I hear you. I hear you. Go shower, my gorgeous one. I love you so much. You're so fucking cute. Um, you want to know who else I love? Uh, let's talk about happiness some more. I want to talk about happiness some more because, again, it's not really something that we should be pursuing, okay? It's wonderful when it happens. I, I, I mean, I got to say I'm pretty happy right now, but you know why? This, I, and I just discovered this listening to Hidden Brain. Okay, I am feeling very joyful and happy and without any worry in my mind right now because I'm doing one of the things, I'm practicing one of the things that they suggested we practice in order to have some happiness in our life. Ready? Here I go. Here we are. I'm doing it as we speak. It's called dun, 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 being in flow. Kiss my grits. It is. It's just like being in flow. Kiss my grits, Mel. I mean, this is my diner. I'm Mel and your Alice. There's so many connections, do you know? So really, if you can, practice things that get you into flow. And as one of my friends who's a shadow stalker, that's right, I'm friends with shadow stalkers. 
I'm friends with witches, mediums, shadow stalkers, all kinds of wonderful, amazing people. And I'm quite happy about it. In the flow. Also things that help. Exercising. Durr. We all kind of knew that. You know what I hated when I had a boyfriend and he used to say to me all the time, you know who did it? The pirate, the wolf, the me. I'd go, hey, uh, Wolfie, you want to go to, are you hungry yet or what? Durr. Listen, what's going on right now? Are we on the playground? So, uh, being happy, also helping others. My teachers out there, I see you. My, my counselors out there, I see you. Helping other people brings happiness to you. It's selfish to help others. It's not selfish. You know what I mean? Like we have all these backwards. We have all these things that we think that are just not, they're just, and they're not bringing us joy. So how, so a little joy in our day is a delight. But remember, we got to go through all those things like the kindergartners do, right? Have you had water? Have you had a snack? Have you had a nap? Did you have good sleep? Did you get a little exercise? Have you played a game or something or, let, you know, challenged yourself for the day? Just a little challenge. Like, you know how challenging it is to get up and get ready for you and get gussied and get together my notes and my and my stuff you know I work on it all week for you this is not a guilt trip even though I am a Jew I find it to be a challenge that I can show up for myself with and it's so important and I don't get paid but yet well though some of you lovers send me money you baby lovers and I will tell you this again and I've told you this before but I can't seem to understand how the fucking thing works so maybe one of you out there will know and you'll hit me up in the dms okay uh or you can you can always email me at j-e-s-s-i-s-r-a-t-c-h-e-t at gmail that's 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 jess is ratchet at gmail.com it's an old email okay anyway um you can always email me things for me to talk about uh helping others teacher lovers um anyway uh we, uh <laughs> why did i get so tripped up oh because I'm, I'm i'm reading the things i'm reading the things thank you maureen um i also would like to now speak on the thing i'm speaking into not the microphone but the phone and say uh, I was on a Zoom party call. It wasn't a party. I mean, it felt like a party, you guys, because I love these people. It was a people party. It was a... Uh, <laughs> Listen, I look at myself the whole time in this. You think I can't make fun of... I have to make fun of myself. You're the best. We the best music. Another one. Because um, someone just wrote that I'm the best. So we the best, DJ Khaled. Another one who, can we speak on that for one second? I know I'm going back to the Grammys every time, but let me just speak on, at the very end, if you made it through the Grammys, God bless you, you can go and watch the the last scene is DJ Khaled, uh, Jay-Z, and uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, they're making, they're, it's very exciting, and there's a video outside <laughs> They they built a table and they put all this food on it on this table. And now listen, I'm a, you know I'm an LA I was an LA resident just a few years ago, and it is the homelessness is out of control. Like you have to, 
I have friends of mine who had run from homeless people. I, you, you, there's people are very intense out there with the sorry the unhoused the unhoused folk, and um and uh so when I see a table of this much food. The whole time, I'm, I wasn't even listening to the song. I have no idea what the song was about. Khaled, you know, he, he likes to bop about. And um, the, the food on the table, where did that, where, where, where'd the food go? I, it so haunts me. It's two days later. I'm still very upset about where that food might have gone. Sure, you can say that, oh, Khaled, you know, took it home. Where did he wrap it up in Lizzo and shape it as a swan and take it home? Because Lizzo looked like the swan that you get when you go to a fancy restaurant to get food. Okay, I'm sorry, I love her music, but that dress, it was, why, why, what? It was a, a she look. you know what I said. I'm sticking to it, I don't care. What, is she going to call me? I mean, I hope she does. Maybe she'll email me. You guys got my email? We can put it out. It's all public. This is, none of this is behind any walls. <laughs> and you know what? Let's get wild, shall we? They're, they had on the shade room uh, a question. Who would you hang out with? And then they had all these pictures of all the girls from the from the uh, uh, the Grammys hanging out. And I'm like, my, me and my homegirls, uh, Adele, Lizzo, and Bay, and also Glorilla, Glorilla, she's so cute. You know what I love? I love when people love what they're doing. I love when people love and enjoy what they're fucking doing. Isn't that what it's about? It's called entertainment. They're entertaining us, but shouldn't it be also entertaining to them? Like, shouldn't they be enjoying their rise to fame, their meeting of people that are bigger than they are, that were their heroes and shit? Like when Lizzo was excited about Beyonce and Glorilla was like, ah, I love you so much. Like, it is so sweet to see people actually, like, let go of this coolness. Do you know we all grew up on, I see you out there, you know what I'm going to say. We all grew up on fucking Kurt Cobain and, you know, Pearl Jump. I don't even want to be famous. Heroin, heroin. You know what I mean? Like, come on, you guys. You don't want to be famous? Then get out the game. Get, stop playing for people. You know Stop showing up. Go play on the corner of the bed. You could be a rock star at the corner of the bed. I know plenty of those motherfuckers talking to you, maybe daddy. And uh, get outside and fucking play, not just on the corner when I'm five years old to pass around a hat to collect change because a bitch looks sad and, you know, poor. That's true. All this is true anyways. Yeah. So how come she had to look like a tinfoil swan? Anyway, I was with uh, a bunch of other comedians online because I was taking part in a very lovely show called the Keith and the Girl Show. Keith and the Girl, shout out to Hamda and Keith, um, or the girl. And uh, we were talking about, well, I wasn't, but some, I could because I do have some beard hair. They were discussing beard hair oil, and I'm <laughs> riveting. And I'm uh, <laughs> such a bitch. And and at some point somebody said oh let me go google it on my phone and then he was so surprised when he got his phone and the fucking name of what the guy had just said to him to google was already giving him an advertisement for his phone he was like i mean on his phone and i said well yeah they're listening to us you guys don't you know that already and they're like oh okay just like i don't know what you know sometimes i'm looked at like i'm some out here you know what i am I'm out here amongst the the real, you know, the authentic, the truth, the interesting. What are we talking? Why are you don't believe that your phone 
is listening to you? You don't believe that that shit is spying on, like, like come on. Are you naive? You don't believe it's giving us cancer when we put it in our pocket and giving us a little ovarian fucking cyst. I mean, all that shit is true. And somebody made a joke about it years ago that we stopped talking about how phones gave us cancer as soon as free minutes were given. Because we're like that. We're like, yeah, I know it gives me, I don't know, uh, birth control pills might give me, you know, cancer, but uh, I don't want my boyfriend to have to wear a rubber. Like, that's how conditioned we are. Or get a vasectomy. It's his manhood. It's his manhood. Bitch, she can go, he, (laughs) he can go into an office. It's an in-office procedure. It's, have you ever tried to even hang out with a girl after an abortion? I'm a girl who's had a lot of abortions. You didn't want to hang out with me after my abortion. You don't want to see me after my abortions. I'm very angry after my abortions. You know the incredible uterus? So, come on. The patriarchy is way over the top. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, you, and we could tell with Madonna. If I wanted to bookend this delightful show <clears throat> where the lady sometimes yells... Sometimes she has a, a, a frog in her throat. Froggy. Mm, mm. Ah, sometimes she takes a sip of her drink. Oh, last thing about the Grammys, and, and then and then I'll have to go. I I'm such a hip hop nerd, and like no way too much on the the gram and the TikTok and looking at people's. You know, I'm very especially uh, happy to watch Cardi B and Offset. And their whole, I, I don't know why. It's, again, Cardi B seems very excited to be there. She's very happy. He's hilarious. He goes, I mean, it's a very, it's kind of misogynist to go on, on live, to have 35,000 people on your live in the middle of the night and asking your girlfriend or your wife for a blowjob in front of everybody. That's a little disrespectful set. So, but, you know, he makes her laugh. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, Takeoff was killed. And that's the third. If you don't know Migos, mama, uh, three gentlemen, now only two, uh, two, give me two, Utah, give me two. And it's Quavo and, uh, and Offset and, uh, it's not Quervo. <laughs> Stop it, you guys. Stop it. And they apparently got into an altercation, physically altercated into the in the backstage of the Grammy stuff. And you know, Cardi B's like, stop it, it's not even worth it, you guys are stupid. Okay, so I yes, exactly, right? Like, but you can't, but they're family, cousins, whatever. But anyway, there was Quavo doing the song to take off i'll see you in heaven that's my dog my dog see you in heaven and and i'm like and i'm looking at juliet you know my 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 cohabitor my roomie of the of the loves and i said uh hey where's uh, offset and she's like who and i you know because i'm obsessed and then i hear the next day altercation situation look I'm not claiming to know all the things, but I am claiming to be ear to the ground with a hip hop, a hippie to the hippie. And you guess what? Uh, LL Cool J. And I could say this for my own self because I got a big head like Khrushchev. That's what they used to call me as a child. As a baby, they called me Khrushchev. Yes, a, a little girl baby they nicknamed Khrushchev. They were not nice people. But uh, so I will say this. 
um, regarding LL Cool J and his delightful Kango, which is, you know, his it's his staple, it's his brand, but woo, he really filled it out. How do you gain so much weight in your head? Very strange to me. Then also who gained weight in their head was Reverend Run. But boy, did Daryl look good. Hey, D. Uh, he looked like someone that could jump around on me who's an older man who has a job. And, <laughs> oh my goodness. Offset, Offset got shot a minute ago. Shut the fuck up, Penny. Oh my God, this is live. This is breaking news. This is get wood. Offset, Penny, tell me. I will go long to continue. Is he alive or dead, babe? Is he alive or dead? Is he in hospital? Critical condition? Is Cardi there? Did it happen at a Grammy after party? No, it's the day two days later. What is happening? What state were they in? I got a lot of questions. Apparently, I need a second computer or a second... Uh, I need like a producer or some shit to be all like Jess offset was just shot you know what I mean like I need like a producer to like I need like a Fred or a Robin hello okay wait maybe it wasn't offset god damn it I'm trusting my fans to give me the fucking update and breaking news motherfucker you all come on listen you depend on me for getting you the true Grammys <laughs> breakdown of fashions and necks. You got to be able to give me the right. Bitch, go and Google the goddamn. Don't get off the phone, though. Don't get off this. Go to your computer or do what you're not using. Use what you're not using and find that shit out for me. Who's ha What's happening? Oh, boy. Don't trust us. Yeah, I'm not trusting y'all. All right, I'm signing off because you know why? I got to go do some deep dives into the detective work that I am so well known for. I did have an ex-boyfriend call me CSI, but he didn't mean crime. It was come. It was come, you guys. It was come, seeing investigator. And speaking of come, oh, you know, I never like to leave without giving you a little sex tip. Listen, I did the thing where you eat a banana. You could have a banana. Don't eat it in the streets of New York. But you could eat a banana and then the peel, still use the peel and rub the peel juice and the peel meal all over your face. R really, rub the peel meal and the peel juice all over your face. And it is a beautiful, I am glowing today and i think it's from the peel meal also when it goes on it does feel like semen and i do miss semen on my face i don't know many women who could say that it was takeoff i was thinking of bitch get to the present time i love you <laughs> i just told the whole story what kind of stoners listen to my show you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do what my friend mo out there she does this to us all right she goes oh okay you guys okay and then she makes the if you're not watching and you're just listening, she makes the pipe and the lighter over the pipe space work. That's right. God damn it, you guys. Anyway, semen is good for your face. I'll leave it at that. And if you don't have semen nearby, eat a banana and smash that peel up on you like it's a man trying to smash your face. I guess that is good sign off. All right. I love you guys so much. <laughs> I love you. Hey, I ask nothing much of you, do I? I don't ask much of you, my loves. But I see all these lo uh, lovely ladies in here. If you wouldn't mind, please. You know what? Share the show. Share this show. Really, share it with your friends. You know what I'm going to say? 
let me stress you out real quick. Share it with five people. Tag me and share it and tag me and share it. Uh, 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 uh. And go follow the babe, the babes at Babel Studio for your best and best dressed in earrings and accessories. Go follow Jess Ree. That's right, Jess Ree and Maureen Drennan need to follow one another because they are spectacular photographer people, women who live in different cities. Jess is over at my Tokaya in Albuquerque and Maureen here in Brooklyn, New York. Shut it out. That's, uh, yeah. I love you guys so much. Okay. Okay. I guess that's it. Uh, as my friend Shannon says, I am more optimistic than I think. So I'm going to go and be a bitch and optimist outside in the streets. I'm taking this positivity to the streets, bitch. (laughs) I love y'all. Please, uh, share the show right to me. Tell me good things about your life and take care of yourself and take care of each other. And I love you. And bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. How do you turn this shit off? Bye. Love you. Love you.